Hey everyone, I'm Jen Alberg and welcome to the Key Academy podcast. The Key Academy is my coaching business where myself and coaches focus on health, performance, and longevity. I've spent the last 12 years coaching people how to optimize health and performance and this podcast is an attempt to synthesize what I've learned over the years to help you live a higher quality or more fulfilling life. If you enjoy this content or have questions that you want covered, click the show notes to find out how to learn more from me. Hey, so before I get into this podcast, I just want to have a disclaimer because I I don't know what happened. There are two sections of of the podcast that get really spotty. I, I don't know if I grabbed the mic or flipped my phone weird. I, I'm not I'm not totally sure, but um I decided to not redo the whole thing in lieu of that. And so I I you'll you'll still understand it. Um the only part you're part you're missing is the the social health component to it. But just wanted a disclaimer there that I I know you don't have to write to me about it. And that uh I just decided to go ahead and get the the meat of it out there. The other thing is that I am going to do the part two of the CBD. Uh, I'm going to go a little bit out of order because I'm I'm trying to do my due diligence and having the right conversations with people. I have a, a conversation with somebody who's who's doing a distillery and um, I want to understand the legality around it and the, the buying and selling it so I can give you guys the right information. So stay tuned for that. Um, and yeah, let's roll into this one. I've heard you say that our weight is 90% what we intake and 10% our output. Can you expound on that a bit? Good question. I think that this is uh, just a, it's a saying that we all in the fitness industry end up saying, you know, some people say 80% is your diet, 70% is your diet. What matters is that uh, you're, you're, that we are trying to convey that it is more important. So I think I want to say it like this. You can get weight loss results eating a healthy diet and not exercising, but you can't get weight loss results from just exercising unless, of course, you are already eating a healthy diet. So studies are hard to come by with, with that situation of, of because of healthy user bias meaning that if you are eating a pretty sad diet, standard American diet, and not exercising, then typically when you add exercise, you end up eating a little bit better because the exercise makes you feel a little bit better and you don't crave the same things. Uh, we'll, we'll get a little bit into those reasons uh, later. It, But if you only look metabolically at the situation, you can't really find results while only adding exercise and still consuming a standard American diet. So which one of those is the most important? Well, the diet is. Make sure that people don't think it's an either or situation. And I want you to understand the, uh, the, the intermingling of the two. This will actually end up answering um, the next question that this person sent to me, which was a question about um, or around brain health and diet and exercise, or in other words, in, in, uh, the impacts of diet and exercise on mood, neurotransmitters, and hormones that regulate our brains and our mood states. So I think as I speak to this, I will end up answering that question as well. Um, so first, let's define exercise. Uh, exercise is movement. And so that is what I'm talking here. It is 
It is movement where your heart rate is higher than resting. Um, so resting can be seated or standing, but it's movement. It could be that. So that's at the, at the low end of the spectrum. It could be, uh, walking, it could be running or marathoning. It could be bodybuilding. It could be lifting weights. It could be whatever, but all those things really equate to moving your body and using your body instead of it in a sedentary, uh, standing or sitting sort of a position. So I want to be clear because, um, there are so many people that I have that I don't, I don't have them exercise very intensely at all, or some of them I don't have exercise at all. And that may come as a shock to people, but it's, it's, that is an exact example of how individualized this dose and prescription really is. Okay. So we'll talk about the, the intermingling of, of these two, meaning diet and exercise. So endorphins are uh, a neurotransmitter and is one of the many neurotransmitters released when you, when you exercise or when you move. Physical activity stimulates the release of dopamine, norepinephrine, um, serotonin, and those brain chemicals play an important role in, in regulating your mood state, which is exactly why you feel better after your workout, or you feel, you feel more awake after your workout, or you feel happier, healthier, ready to go, all of those things that you know you think is like a runner's high situation. I'm going to contend that, that a lot of people haven't even run to the point of their runner's high and the, they don't even know what that feels like. But instead, what you're feeling is an uptick, an upregulation of those neurotransmitters because of the movement that you just did. So for example, regular exercise can, can positively impact those serotonin levels in your brain. And I use serotonin uh, because most people know what that one is and does. But it is amongst many other neurotransmitters as well. So the exercise raises your levels of serotonin, which boosts your mood and overall sense of well-being. It it can also help improve your appetite, your sleep, which are often negatively affected by not having enough serotonin, which we would call a form of depression. So regular exercise or regular physical movement also just helps balance your body's level of those stress hormones, um, such as adrenaline. Adrenaline plays a crucial role in that fight or flight sympathetic parasympathetic response. But too much of it, meaning too much exercise, is also damaging to that system as well. So I say all these things for you to understand, and I feel like I've said this in so many podcasts because I'm trying to get this message out that dose and prescription is the key to your success. The right dose and prescription of food and the right dose and prescription of exercise. For some people, that's no exercise and just walking. Uh, for others, that is, you know, higher intensity exercises. But but too much exercise can absolutely damage your health as well. Um, other uh, mental health benefits that come from exercise, for example, um, just focusing on the exercise at hand meaning focusing on what you're doing during exercise, or let's say you have a personal trainer and you're having conversation during, during exercise, or you're doing it with a community of some sort. Um, either way, it helps either distract you from maybe what's going on in your life. So that, that decreases your stress for a little bit. Uh, it, like I said, when you have a community to do it with, or, or just another person or a coach or whatever, it can food boosting and social health, which we all have maybe a different after how, how important. So my point is there, there are a lot of things that happen during that, 
during that physical movement, you know, let's say you walk with a friend all all the time. Let's say you walk your dog. I can getting in get versus outside exercise. Enhancing benefits of just movement um, are huge, and they and they you just you don't know it until you do it. You don't know it until you do it because if you live your life completely sedentary, it's really, really hard to understand that you could feel more energy after expending energy. And I understand how you can uh, feel that way, but the only way to do it is to do it. Okay, so let's switch to diet, and then I'll kind of and then I'll kind of wrap this up. So we, when we consume foods that are whole and natural, we release similar neurotransmitters that feed the gut flora and allow our our gut brain connection to fire really well. And what people don't know is that 70 to 80% of your neurotransmitters of your the ones that I just listed, the serotonin, the norepinephrine, the epinephrine, the adrenaline, all of those things live in your gut, not in your brain. If they were in your brain, they would be always turned on. Our neurotransmitters live in our gut, but they have to travel to our brain and that's that gut brain barrier that that maybe you've heard of if you're consuming shitty foods, our gut can't get the message to the brain to be in a better better mood state. Like it can't send that same signal and neurotransmitter to feel better, um, to live a more vital life. And so then we end up living a life where we are overfed because we're consuming a lot, but it's crappy foods. We're overfed. We are undernourished. So our body is still starving. And then we're also not able to get happy neurotransmitters to enter the brain and feel an overall positive well-being. So I I hope that explains kind of the vicious cycle that can happen with both food and exercise. And my last point, now that you understand the neurotransmitter effect of exercise and the neurotransmitter effect of food, here's how they're intertwined. It is really hard to stick to a healthy diet if you are not also moving. Because it's really hard to stick to a diet if you're not getting that neurotransmitter hit from your movement because the movement is feeding the happy mood state. The movement is feeding the uh, less stress, less emotional struggles. Your movement is feeding the sleep cycles. Your movement is feeding all, all of these regulatory things that that basically make it easier to follow a diet. And and so if you're not moving or exercising, then you're not getting that hit. And then it's really hard to stick to a plan if you're stuck in this low mood state, stressed out, don't have an outlet, not sleeping well. So you're, you're not going to make good decisions with your diet. You're just not going to. And so that's where I like to to help people understand that I don't even I don't even fault them. Because it's almost like it's an impossible situation. Here's a diet that's really hard to follow because they all kind of are. And your brain isn't even set up for success to to follow that diet. And so you're you're not gonna you're not gonna win. I don't know the person that can win. So if you're starting a diet, uh get out and walk. That's what I wanna say to to you. Get out and walk, get out and move. That blood flow means you're getting those neurotransmitters to the brain. And just get out there. Just move. Uh, set a steps goal. Um, do whatever you need to do to 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 move well. That being said, I know that it's hard. I know that it's it's simple, but it's not easy. I know you might be thinking like, okay, well, I get you know twenty five thousand steps in a day already without even 
you know, focusing on exercise and I still can't hit my diet or I, or vice versa, right? Like, or I, I can exercise really super well. I can prioritize that in my life, but I just cannot choose the right foods to feed my body. And so like that is so hard, but I think I'm wanting to just uh, uncouple it and then, uh, and then couple it again so that, so that people can understand that we, we do need both to at least set ourselves up for success because this is me talking to a generalized population and not uh, with, you know, certain circumstances, whether that is, you know, you're taking care of your elderly parents or you are in the thick of a really rough time at work that's going to be a year long or, I mean, a kid situation or whatever. Like that's, this is me generalizing it to just diet and exercise and neurotransmitters. And so we've, we've got to have them together following a plan for both of those so that we can at least set ourselves up for success. So to recap, I think uh, she was very specific in her question when she said, I've heard you say that your weight is really 90% of your diet, not your movement. And, and that is true. So your weight is dependent on your diet. Your health is dependent on the right prescription and dose of both of those.